Hey guys, um, it's been a while, but I'm here, so how are y'all? Um, let's say on a scale of 1 to 10, I am a solid four and a half, you know? Stuff's not bad. Like, nothing going on around me is bad. And my mental health isn't bad because I don't really pay attention. I'm gonna move you closer. <laughs> um, I guess this episode I want to talk about, I guess, my unhealthy coping mechanisms and where they come from. Um, a couple problems, I think I talked about this in the first episode with Annie, but I'm not sure. Um, I have a big issue thinking. I don't think much. I have to remind myself to think. And then when I am thinking, it's usually pretty mindless. It's not ever deep, intricate thoughts. Um, I usually don't have a lot of negative self-talk because I don't have a lot of self-talk. Um, and I also don't have a very vivid imagination. Like, I don't see things. I can't close my eyes and escape to a, like, a little quiet place. Um, so, what my mind did instead so I would have somewhere to go was this little white box. And there's nothing in here. And looking at it, like, I'm not even really in there. It's just completely blank and yeah sometimes a song's playing but that's it and I don't think I don't process I don't feel my body kind of goes into autopilot it's a form of dissociation I guess um but I just kind of click off and I wouldn't describe it as an escape because it's like my mind's not there but my body's in full alert you know I can feel everything I can still hear I may not say anything but you know my body is hyper aware um and I just inhabit the space I'm in and sometimes, depending on, you know, what the situation was, I'll either feel really, really big or I'll feel really small. And most of the time I feel really small. Like I'll be sitting in a chair and then all of a sudden, you know, I get the feeling that the chair is really, really big. And my person is small. Like a weak, sort of small. 
Um, and I guess I say that to say we all have a place where we go to get away, to escape, and you know, I have to be grateful for that place because there was a time in my life where I really needed it and it got me through, you know, it got me to where I am now. But there's also a part of me that knows I need to let that go because it was a survival tactic. It wasn't a coping mechanism. It was something that my brain had to do so I could still be here. Um, and now that I don't live in a place where I need to live based off of survival, and I can live just to simply exist and to figure out who I am. Um, it's not something that I need to continuously go back to, and I have a hard time not going back because it's comfortable, you know? It's a lot more comfortable to slip away than it is to confront the issue at hand when I know I can confront the issue at hand. When I'm aware that I have the capabilities to say what I need to say and enforce a boundary if that's what it is, you know? But it's like, I don't use that because it would be uncomfortable for me to say something when I'm so used to saying nothing. Because I know now that my voice is powerful and when I speak it's heard. But I constantly let that power be taken because there's a part of me that fears what people might think when I say what I have to say. Um, and I think that's because I was never listened to. And when I was, you know, there was always a problem. Um, it didn't really matter what I said. Misha doesn't speak unless it's positive. So, when I said something that was outside of usual kind Misha, it gets taken for something extreme, you know? Like, a simple instance where something makes me uncomfortable and instead of me just sitting there and not establishing boundaries with especially my family um, I say something and I'm like hey you know 
that was kind of fucked up. If you're going to say stuff like that, don't say it around me, please. Um, they get mad. It becomes an issue. Um, or they do it again when I'm around instead of not doing it. Or acknowledging the fact that it made me uncomfortable. They make a joke out of it. It's now, well, don't say stuff around Misha like that because she's, you know, she's prude. You know, she's a square. When, in all actuality, there's just certain things I don't want to hear coming from... the people in my family and if you're comfortable talking about those things amongst each other that's fine I'm not um but when your boundaries are never respected it's very hard to enforce them because you're so used to people pleasing it's an inconvenience for you to live with peace but everyone around you must, even though it inconveniences you. You know? Um, so it's an extremely hard thing being so empathetic of the people around me and how they feel, while also trying to maintain my level of comfort, because that's important. At the end of the day, that's important too. And as much as, you know, it's nice to have people that look out for your comfortability, most people don't. Um, so why should we sit and do it to everybody else? Especially when it puts you at a disadvantage or in a mindset that you don't like to be in or a feeling that you don't like to feel just so somebody else is comfortable. It's okay for you to be uncomfortable, but it's not okay for anybody else to be uncomfortable. So, I don't know. I feel like I give people a lot of advice about doing things for themselves and how you know it's important to put self before others because you're nothing if you give everything to other people and nothing to yourself but it's so hard to take my own advice because I tell them and I believe it you're not selfish for putting you first. You're not selfish for saying no. But I'm selfish for establishing boundaries. And I'm selfish for saying no. So, I don't know, I put a lot of energy helping others and and I love it I never mind like that is something that 
I will give all my time to, but I fail to realize a lot of the things I say to others are things that I need to be hearing. And I've been giving a reoccurring reading, and it's not like it's the same because I feel like it's different for every person, but there's been a theme that it's, you know, put you first. A lot of people are struggling that, struggling with that right now is putting you first, and I guess I didn't even realize that was something I was struggling with, and I am, you know? I put myself second because... It's all I know how to do. And again, with the uncomfortable thing, it's hard to learn something new. It's not impossible. And it's always worth it. But it is hard. And I don't I don't credit that. I don't credit the work that I've done and the amount of, you know, energy that it's taken to even realize some of these things and I can't be mad about myself for not putting them in effect because I'll get to a place where I will be able to and I'll be able to as stupid as this sounds live my truth because that's what it is you know and as long as my truth isn't impeding on anybody's life which it usually isn't my standards are very low. I do not have like a extreme boundary that I've set up. But it's just that the people I'm around have never established boundaries in their life, so they think minimal ones are extreme, you know? And it's like these are very small things that I'm asking for. Whether it's, you know, little things when I was living back at my mom's house, like, you know, don't go in my room and take stuff without asking. Or it's big things like, you know, don't touch me unless you ask me before you touch me. So... I don't know, there's a lot of growth that I have made up till this point, but there's a lot of growing that I still have to do, and I guess I'm nervous because I fear how people will perceive me when I no longer let them walk all over me. It's like, I say no, but then it's like, well, yes, but I don't want to, but I'm still gonna do it. No, motherfucker, I said no. Period. End of discussion, don't ask me again, I said no. And until I learn how to say no and just say no if it puts a little extra on you 
so fucking what? I said, no, I didn't want to do it. And I'm not obligated to do anything. It's feelings of obligation. And I'm not obligated to anything but myself. And until I learn how to respect myself, I can't really ask respect from other people. Because... When I let people disrespect my boundaries, I disrespect myself. And I'm constantly disrespecting myself by doing that. And I never even thought that out of all people, I would disrespect myself the most. Because can't nobody disrespect you unless you were the first person to do it. Because I gotta let you. And I let you by not saying anything. You know? So. I don't know. Fun little talk. <laughs> is always a good like stress reliever for me and I hope it helps y'all too because I'm genuinely just walking you through the long rope that I've thrown over in the corner and haven't looked at so the same as you know you hear these words for the first time they were the first time they came out of my mouth most of this stuff was, you know, stuff I've thought briefly about, but I've never, most of it was stuff I didn't even realize till after I said it. So, while this was a short episode, I hope you enjoy it, and I always love talking to you guys, um, and, you know, I hope you're all doing well. And if you're not, you know, send me a message. Find me. I'm somewhere. And I will most definitely give you card readings, a little advice, I'll let you rant, whatever. But I'm here, and I love you all. And I feel much better. So I hope you do too. And I'm sending you the same love and joy that I feel right now. And I hope you can feel it. Because it is real and it's there. And you are worthy. And even though your body might be small, your existence is everything. And it is huge, and it is to be appreciated and worshipped, because you are the universe. And the universe is love and light, but it is also growth and hardships. So, if everything's not okay right now, remember that things do get better. And 
growing pains hurt like a bitch. But at the end of the pain, you do get to see visible growth. And it's there, and it happens for all of us. And wherever you're at in life is exactly where you're supposed to be. So, I love you, and good night.